0: how we can heal, find strength, create emotional well-being, and ultimately create the life you've always bloody well dreamed of. I believe that healing, as well as self-acceptance, are the foundations for personal growth, and we'll explore the tools, the strategies, and practices so that you can create your own journey to brave. Ready? Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the Journey to Brave podcast. You might have noticed a couple of changes around here lately namely some of the colors that I'm using and I've I just changed the podcast a few weeks ago as you guys know and I've just uh, I've hired a business coach and to support me in taking my business to the next level we're kind of just zhuzhing things up a little bit and giving them another kind of refresh so you'll see that the podcast (laughs) artwork is now a really really bright pink so we're bringing that uh that into things so if you're wondering what's going on that is what is going on preparing myself for the next phase of growth in my business and wanting to just freshen up the brand Uh, yeah so that's what that's what's uh, going on it is school holidays here in Queensland which means that my daughter is living half at my house and half at her boyfriend's house so (laughs) it uh that empty to life becomes more real every every uh, week of my life at the moment. But she's having fun, which is good. They just celebrated their first anniversary and went to Movie World down on the Gold Coast, which was very cute. Uh, <laughs> oh, young puppy love! It's very it's very innocent and beautiful to watch, and just so. I don't know, the word raw comes to mind, but it's just so young and fresh and innocent and I just love witnessing it and seeing them together and oh, all of the things. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, so school holidays here. It has been raining for the last couple of days. There's building works going on over the road. There's concrete pours every day of the week. So I've got the house closed up and um. Yeah, so there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot happening at the moment here, both business-wise and personally as well. As I prepare in the next few months to go overseas again, uh, and I'm also looking at planning another trip after that to Bali, sort of, I don't know, early to mid-year next year. Uh, so that's exciting as well. Uh, I did my uh, self-acceptance online event yesterday creating radical self-acceptance which was lots of fun I actually had someone sign up for it today to get the replay so if you're interested and you missed it and you would like to get a copy of it let me know Uh, And I can get the replay to you. One of my old clients messaged me last night to say, oh my God, I missed it and I really wanted to be there and I wanted to see it. So she's paid and I've sent her the the replay today. So she's got that to do tonight, which she's looking forward to. So if you want to do the same, just let me know. But as for today's topic, we're talking self-sabotage. And I always used to think, like, what the hell? Why would we self-sabotage? This is way, obviously, before I started my personal development journey and and became a life coach. I was like, why the hell would we self-sabotage? Like, that doesn't make sense. If we say we want to do something, we say we're going to do something, why would we sabotage that? That doesn't make sense to me. And people, used to, like, my old uh, mentor in my old business used to say, well, do you think you're self-sabotaging? I'm like, what the freak bullshit's that? <laughs> anyway, it's a thing. So, we're going to talk about it today. We're going to talk about self-sabotage. We're going to talk about what like what is it? And and why we do it. And I think just creating some awareness around it and where you might be self-sabotaging yourself as you listen to this episode is a great place to start. I always talk about like awareness. Awareness is the first key because if we've got awareness around something, then you know, we're able to make, to start to begin to change it. And what we'll get to in a sec is a lot of self-sabotage isn't even conscious. We're not even aware that we're doing it. So when I talk about self-sabotage, it's patterns of behavior, things like people-pleasing, procrastination, perfectionism, Numbing out, so avoiding, you know, avoiding feelings. And typically we do that with alcohol. We do it with food. We do it scrolling on social media. Lots of different ways that we numb out. It can also be repeating toxic relationship patterns and, you know, putting my hand up, putting both hands up in the air for that one for sure. So that's some examples of how we self-sabotage. And what it is, is there are things that we do or don't do, right? In the example of procrastination, there's things we either do or don't do that actually block our success and take us further away from reaching our goals in any area of life, right? And a lot of the time, these things are even unconscious. They can be conscious. We might know that we're procrastinating about something, Or they could be unconscious. We don't even realize that this is going on, that we're self-sabotaging. And we do it because we like to say that we're going to do something. And if we set a goal or set out to do something, we get that dopamine hit, right? We get that feel good feeling when we set a goal or say that we're going to do something. And then when the time comes to actually take action, to go ahead and do it, things happen to stop us in our tracks right it might be a fear of failure and if you've been listening to this podcast or following me for any length of time you'll know that our brain our brains one of our brain's biggest jobs is to keep us safe so anything new there's going to be alarm bells set off and that fear of failure comes up and our brains don't like that they want to keep us safe so we don't take action Other examples could be we set a goal to lose five kilos and we're all gung-ho and we're raring to go and then we go and eat all of the food, go buy a tub of ice cream, whatever it is, chocolate cookies, like whatever it is, McDonald's, whatever. You just self-sabotage, right? Because in the moment it feels more comfortable, it feels safer to our nervous system to eat food that makes us feel good than to go and reach our goal. Right? Fear of failure, I talked about it a second ago. That comes up a lot. It could be in changing your career, it could be starting a business, whatever it might be. Um, you know, another one is if we talk about procrastination. Procrastination usually happens because we are putting something off. We're avoiding something, right? And it could be that we're avoiding feeling a negative emotion. It could be we decide to clean our house on Saturday morning because we've got guests coming over and we want to clean our house and have it all beautiful for that evening. And so we decide to do it. And then the next thing we know, we put the kettle on and we're on the couch and we're down a TikTok rabbit hole. In that example, we've self-sabotaged our effort to clean the house because we've procrastinated to avoid a negative emotion. And in that example, I don't know about you, but for me, I'd be avoiding feeling bored, shitless cleaning the house. So I've self-sabotaged myself about a decision that i've made because i didn't want to feel a certain way so i'm i'm self sabotaging to avoid a feeling other examples could be if we if we look at relationships right toxic relationships or just you know having issues in relationships in adulthood and self-sabotaging around that. That could be from something that we're not even consciously aware of. That could be from something stemming back to our childhood. So as an example, uh perhaps as a young child, you had parents that both had businesses and they worked a lot. And they loved you, you come from a loving background and had everything that you needed, but they were away, and not so. They were, you know, not around a lot when you were young, and so a youngster doesn't isn't able to to think or to comprehend that. Oh, mum and dad are working a lot; they're running their own business so that they can put a roof over head. Like it doesn't. They don't have the cognition to be able to see that. They op, can often equate that to making it mean something about themselves. So mum and dad are away a lot though. So that must mean that I'm not good enough. I feel unloved. I feel rejected because I'm unlovable or I'm not good enough. And that... I'm not good enough, can carry us, carry forward into our lives. And oh my God, like relationships is just one area that that can show up in, but it can show up in so many other areas. And that's an example of something that we're probably not even aware of. We don't even remember because this happened when we were little children. So that's the other way that self-sabotage can affect us is from, you know, childhood wounds or childhood trauma so there's always something going on underneath the surface right if you imagine the iceberg the tip of the iceberg the top of the out iceberg out of the outside of the water up above the water is the symptom not the problem so those those behaviors or those actions or inactions that i gave you examples of earlier people pleasing procrastination perfectionism numbing out they are all just symptoms they're not The actual problem itself. The problem itself is often the bit of the iceberg that's under the water. The fear of failure. The avoiding a negative emotion. The childhood wound or trauma. Even trauma, you know, later on. So, I want you to know that you are not any of these behaviors. I hear so many women say, I'm a people pleaser. I'm just a procrastinator. I'm a perfectionist. No, you are not any of those things. Those things are a symptom of something else underlying it. And that's going to be different for everyone a lot of the time. So you are not those things. So with love, stop calling yourself those things. Stop labeling yourself because the more we... Label ourselves with things like that. The more we call ourselves a people pleaser or I for a long time said I'm just shit at relationships, you know, whatever it is for you, stop calling yourself that. Today, make a decision to stop calling yourself that. Because the more we tell the story, the more we tell ourselves and other people, God knows how many people I've i told over the years that I'm just shit at romantic relationships, I don't say it anymore, but I used to. It just perpetuates it, perpetuates that feeling of being that way. It just keeps telling the story. And the more we tell the story, the more it plays out, the more it reinforces it. So stop saying that you are any of those things. And really understand that those things are just a symptom of something else playing out. And that what we need to do is to look at, we need to look underneath the water, at the part of the iceberg that's underneath the water and find out what's going on down there. Because once we can look at, solve, heal, whatever it might be, the part of the iceberg that's under the water, that's when we can look at moving through these self-sabotage patterns and, and no longer holding ourselves back. You know, not, no longer blocking our success, no longer stopping us reaching our goals, like I said, in any area of our lives. And that's what I help my clients do is get to the bottom of it. We don't just look at changing our thoughts around procrastinating or being a perfectionist. Yes, changing our thoughts can help for sure. Absolutely. But we want to get underneath that iceberg and see what's really going on. And solve that, heal that so that we can, so that we can, you know, move through those self sabotage behaviors. So, did you notice yourself in any of those examples doing any of those things that I mentioned today? I'm sure you did. We all do it, right? We all do it. I know this stuff. I've studied this stuff. I do it. But creating some awareness around where you might be doing it is the key and the first step to making change around self-sabotage behaviors, of being able to release them, being able to, you know, move through them and go on and achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve. So if you would like help with that, let me know. I would love to support you in that. Otherwise, what you can do is, like I said, create some awareness around it. Notice the behaviors that you're doing. Journal on those behaviors that you're doing and just see what you can uncover. What's going on? Why am I feeling like this? What's, you know, what's going on? And reach out for support if you need to or would like to. All right. That is it for self-sabotage today. I hope that you've found this episode useful and that you really see that they are just the tip of the iceberg. They are the symptom, not the actual problem. And that it is completely normal that we all do it. So please don't beat yourself up if you're doing it. And if you notice it, please, please don't don't beat yourself up. But also stop telling the story. And that'll start to create some shift for you from there. But I love journaling, just getting everything out of my head onto a piece of paper. Sometimes that can be all it takes and sometimes we need more support and that's what I'm here for. All right. I hope this has been useful. This episode, I want you to have the best week ever and I will see you again next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Journey to Brave podcast. I'll be back next week with another episode. But in the meantime, if you've liked this episode, you're going to love my free video and guide, Stop Letting Fear Hold You Back, Start Feeling Confident and Brave. I share a simple strategy you can start using today to help you feel more confident and brave. Learn the strategy in this video and you can use it on any negative emotion at any time. You can download it via the show notes. See you next week.